This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. God is good. He is worthy to be praised. We are continuing on in this series, family, just talking about these different areas of society and how there's almost like a spiritual battle taking place in each one of these areas. And the one we're talking about tonight is the media. Now, if y'all, if any of you have followed this channel for any amount of time, you probably know I hate the media. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm I'm entitled to hate the media because it's not a person. <laughs> I can't hate my fellow man. But the media, what is the media? The media is a machine. The media is a machine. And for us to really understand what the media is, I want to actually go and look up the definition of the media. So we're going to share this screen real quick. We're going to get right into it right off the top. And by the way, I'm asking this question at the bottom of the screen. How much influence does the media have in our society today? I'm going to go ahead and throw this link right up here, right this evening. And uh, by the grace of God, Anybody who wants to hop on here, you can hop on here and chop it up with me. It's all good. Hopefully, you can get on with your cell phone or your laptop. You don't have to show your face. Obviously, we do need to hear your voice. But anybody want to hop on, y'all can hop on. But that being said, let's look up the definition of the media. What is the media? And there's, there's a few things I want to point out. So we're going to go to our trusty friend, Google, who uh, that in and of itself is a big um, proponent of the media. Um, but I'm gonna read this definition. Okay. I looked up media, media. Okay. I looked up the definition of media, right? And the media is described as the main means of mass communication, broadcasting, publishing, and the internet regarded collectively. The second definition says that it's the plural form of medium, right? So we need to think about this because when we think about the media, we think about it as though it's just its own thing, right? But when you look at it as the plural form of the word medium, that kind of puts you into a different perspective because when you start to think about mediums, right? Uh, what is a medium? A medium is something that's in between, and spiritually speaking, a medium um, is is uh, defined as somebody who allegedly is able to communicate between the living and the dead. Right. So a medium is something that is almost a spiritual term. Right. But when you get down to the root of this word, um, the root of the word medium. Right. Uh, right here. I put it on the bottom of the screen so you can see. Let me make sure you all can see this, actually. <laughs> Okay, when we, when we actually look up the origin of the word medium, okay, you got the Latin here, medius, and then medium, and then medium, okay, late 16th century, okay, it says, denoting something intermediate in nature or degree, from Latin literally middle or uh, neuter 
of media. So it's something or someone that's in the middle. So we got to ask the question, what is the media or medium in between? Now, the media, the media gets to us. So we know that we're on one end of it. OK, the media is the actual vehicle that they use to get it. The newspapers, the television, the, the music, the Internet, whatever the case may be, that's the media. But then there's an original source, right? There's an original source, because if the media or the medium is in between something and we know that we're one thing, now we got to say, what is the source of where all of this is coming from? And when you get into the source, now you're looking at what's the motivation behind the source, who's who is who is the source, what's driving the source. All these different questions begin to come to mind. What are they trying to communicate to me? And when we think about this idea of having access, right, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. Then it says in hearing by the word of God. But we got to think about it like this. If faith comes by hearing, right. For us, the hearing is by the word of God. But if somebody is, let's see, we, we talk about the media now, this phone getting on my nerves. That's why I don't like the media as is. If somebody is um, giving us something to hear, that's something that they potentially want us to place faith in. So we got all of these different vehicles. Right. And the interesting thing also, if you look at the use of time for media. Right. What you'll notice is that the 1800s all the way up to the 1900s, there's little to no use of this word media. By the 19, by the year 1900, it has very minimal use. OK, but then when you get up to 1950, and then you get all the way up here to, I guess, 2019, there's a huge spike. So it's almost like the, 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 the further along that time has gotten, right, the more that we become indulged in media, the more that we subject, are subjected to it, the more that we participate in it, and the more influence it seems to have. And you think about one of the biggest instruments that has happened in media, because as I mentioned, there's always been word of mouth. There's always been Pony Express. <laughs> there's always been smoke signals. But when it really began to take hold, in my humble opinion, is really when the television came onto the scene, right? Really, when we get into this idea of the TV, when we get into this idea of um, not only having the audio that comes from stereo and radio, but now we actually have, excuse me, but now we actually have the visual to go along with the audio, right? And when you look at the history of the TV, the history of the TV almost goes just the same pattern as the history of this timeline for the media. So we're going to glance at this timeline for the media real quick before we click off of it. So you see, like 1900, 1950, and then you get this huge spike of how the media has become more and more influential in our lives, right? Um, a main means of mass communication. And intermediate, okay, that's that's a physical definition there, that, that uh, next definition. Um, but we get the idea, right? We get the idea. And so if we look at this, 
if we look at this, right, the history of the television, and, and, and once again, God bless everybody joining in. I'm asking the question, how much influence does the media have in our society? And is that influence positive or negative? Is it a positive or negative influence? We are using a product of the media right now on this podcast or this discussion that we're having right now. We're using the Internet. We're using social media. So I'm not saying that it's absolutely wicked. And I do believe that we're moving into a season where God, who's always playing 4D chess, he's always way above our thoughts, right? I believe that the Lord is competing in these spaces because there are a lot of Christian uh, producers that are coming out in media, right? People who are in film, people who are in music. We're, we're even getting some avenues of people who are in journalism, right? People who are bringing alternative perspectives, people who are not going along with the mainstream media. There's a competition for what? For the ears of the people. Because if you have the ears of the people, that's what you can potentially put the people's faith in. And one of the main things that the enemy uses to do that, we're going to get to this in just one second, is celebrities, right? Celebrities, modern day idols. What's the root word of celebrity? The root word of celebrity is celebrate. The root word of celebrity, I believe, is celebrate, right? These are people that are presented to us that somebody deems worthy of celebration. We embrace these people. We begin, we begin to idolize and follow these people. So let's look at a really brief history of the media. Just an overview, right? So this is a brief uh, television, a brief history of television by decade. So we're going to scroll through it really quickly. In the 1920s, it says here in this blurb, and by the way, this is on a site called stacker.com. It says television as we know it began to take shape in the 1920s. Vladimir K. Zurichin was born in Russia and became a pioneer of television technology with the development of a kinescope or kinescope. I could be saying that wrong, which recorded images on motion picture film. In 1926, John Loggy Bird gave a public demonstration of a television system in London. Two years later, the first television stations launched. So you got that happening in the 1920s, 1930s. It says that it's the opening of the 1939 World's, uh, the opening of the 1939 World's Fair in New York introduced television to a national audience 1940s now you see the picture here what are we seeing when we look at this picture right and we think about the fact that we're in a spiritual battle we're in spiritual warfare we got to think about how how does warfare take place one of the biggest and most popular strategies in warfare is called divide and conquer right divide and conquer and so what we see in this image is we see a TV that's likely positioned in a living room. You have a father and a little boy that's presumably his son, right? And now we're in the 1940s. It says that as black and white TVs became more common in American households, the finishing touches on what we would come to know as color TV were refined in the late 
1940s. Now, there's a reason why I'm talking about the father and the son here who are together in the living room. Okay, 19, and I'm going to come back to that in a minute. 1950s, that's Elvis. The concept of morning television re was revolutionized with the debut of NBC's Today Show in 1952, right? Now, Elvis is a fitting illustration because one of the things about Elvis is that for his time, he was very provocative. He was very risque. He would do this little hip dance, right, where he kind of, uh, I don't know whether it was the twist or whatever he did, but he would do this little hip dance, and it was considered provocative. It was considered, you know, a little bit edgy for that time, right? And, and, and I say all of these, I'm showing you all these early things because I'm showing you the gradual game plan of the enemy, right? We start with Elvis doing a little hip thrust song of the year in 2021 or 2020, whenever it was, is WAP. W-A-P. Hopefully y'all know what it is. If you don't look it up, but don't look it up. <laughs> but we go from this type of dancing to twerking half naked, right? And, we wonder how we get to this point where we erode away. I talked about atrophy in a Bible study a few weeks, well, maybe like a couple months ago, we learned about what atrophy meant. And it was just kind of like this eroding away. And that's what's happened to the moral fabric of America. 1960s, political discourse begins to take place. So now we're dealing with government and politics, right? I have a dream speech was televised in 1963. Okay, now go down in 1970s, HBO became available. Now you got Sesame Street. Okay, now you have advertising. They they begin to ban cigarettes from advertising. You know, one good thing. Uh, but you got Sesame Street. And for a while, uh, Sesame Street was pretty good. <laughs> you know, a lot of times this stuff can start off pretty decent. But fast forward to like 2019 or something like that, I'm pretty sure they had Burton Ernie dating. If I'm not mistaken, Burton Ernie, let me look it up because I don't want to lie on Burton Ernie. Um, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Sesame Street made them an LGBT couple. They did. This is NBC News. I'm not going to click on it. Burton Ernie are indeed a gay couple, Sesame Street writer claims. So you get this thing that seems harmless, good for kids. A lot of us grew up on Sesame Street. Um, and then you have your kids and you're thinking, man, I grew up on Sesame Street. I should be able to have my kids watch it. But lo and behold, it's a different type of street. <laughs> Sesame Street didn't turn ghetto. 1980s, you get Monday Night Football. You're getting more progressive. Okay, 1990s, you're getting sitcoms. 2000s right you're getting reality tv and by the 2000 the 2010s rather now you're getting streaming services and so going back to what i was saying about the father and the son here families used to at least watch the tv together but by the time you get to probably like the 90s Families weren't watching TV together as much anymore. Many of us had TVs in our own rooms. I'm a 90s kid. I had a TV in my room. My parents had a TV in their room. We didn't have a TV in the living room. 
<laughs> it was like I watched what I watched. They watched what they watched. We had a TV in the guest room. I think we had a TV in the kitchen. Didn't even have the TV in the living room. I come from a TV family, obviously. Um, and then by the time we get to the 2010s where everything is streaming and it's not mentioned here, but social media now, everybody has the TV in their pocket. So now where it was before you could have your kid having their own TV, but you control the cable services. Maybe you control the channels. Maybe you can listen in and try to hear what they watching. Now they have the cell phone. It's no telling what your kid is seeing when they go to the school, because what the enemy has done is he's allowed his media. This, this is a medium, this cell phone. He's allowed his medium to be in constant contact with your children at any given times, meaning what that he has direct access. To he being Satan in the kingdom of darkness, they have direct access to everybody pretty much at all periods of time. Right. And so you might control your kid's phone, uh, but it's no telling what, you know what I'm saying? It's no telling what is going on. See, brother Nate was calling me. I'm not sure if uh, I had to make sure there's nothing wrong with the stream. You know, sometimes somebody might call me if there's something wrong with the stream. I don't see him on here, so I'm assuming the stream is good. I can hear myself. Y'all let me know if you can hear me. I think he probably just wanted to talk. But um, that's where we're at. And so I'm asking this question, man. How much impact does the media have? If you want to join in on this conversation, uh, you can click those links I just pasted in. One of the things I want to talk about is the idols that the enemy uses. We talked about Elvis. Since Elvis, we've had all sorts of idols, Michael Jackson, Prince, Beyonce, Jay-Z, whoever, Lil Dirk, whoever it is that's out, tons of them, right? Because the goal is to take the attention off of Jesus Christ, because what it means to be a Christian is to be Christ like. Right. But when we don't have a revelation of God and who Jesus is and, and what God's will for our life is by human nature, we're going to try to be like somebody else. And so the enemy has an assortment of celebrities that he places out here. And the irony is that he makes everybody else want to be like these celebrities and with and these celebrities. The way that he gets them to have allegiance is he makes them sign contracts, uh, physical contracts, spiritual contracts. And this is something that I've talked about on this channel for years. This is something that many other channels have talked about. But I want to share this recent video that Kanye West this recent video of Kanye West where he is exposing uh, what actually goes on in the media and what you're going to hear in this clip. Many of you have probably already heard it, but you're going to hear Kanye say that his mother was sacrificed, right? Um, we're going to hear him say that he is free to say what he wants because he hasn't killed anybody. What, what we can infer from that is that maybe there are other celebrities who have killed somebody. And because of that, there's enough dirt on them where they're held captive. 
Now, should we take what Kanye says? See, Sister Irene is on. God bless you, sister. I don't know why why every time Sister Irene come on, it does not let her connect. But I see you on here, sister. For some reason, it says device not connected. Um, but but while while you get that situated, um, we're gonna hop on this, right? And so I'm gonna show you this Kanye West video. Hopefully, by the end of that, maybe Sister Irene can make it on here. But I'm gonna go ahead and share um this screen with you guys. All right. So as I said, many of us may have seen this already, but I want you to listen to what he says. I'm thinking that the video might skip for some reason on this software, StreamYard. I noticed that it skips like when I play my song and stuff like that. But let's listen to this. You guys let me know if you can hear this okay. Hopefully you can. I'm going to go ahead and play it and move myself out the way. They, they, they try to suppress you, but that's how they try to categorize They you. can't control me. You get what I'm saying? They can control Shaq. They can control Charles Barkley. They can control LeBron James. They can control Jay-Z and Beyonce. But not you, man. But they can't control me. You not see, you. it ain't no name I won't name. I, it's up. Not you. You know what I'm saying? And just for Minister Farrakhan, I love you, but the way you read that, I took that as a slight... You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm taking no disrespect from nobody. So let's get on the phone. Let's talk that out. I don't care who you are. I ain't taking no slice from nobody. Right? I ain't taking no slice from nobody. It's God. That's the only person that I serve. My mama ain't here. My mama was sacrificed. Me too. Okay. So we're going to let it play in a moment. But you hear Kanye saying that his mom was sacrificed now. Why is he saying this? Okay. That's something that we should ask. Why is Kanye telling us this? Right. And I think he's going to explain it in a little bit. Maybe. Uh, why are they letting us hear Kanye explain this? Right. This is what we got to understand. Why are they letting us? Now, the whole Kanye thing in general is somewhat controversial. Right. Because Kanye is positioning himself as a Christian. Is Kanye a Christian? Is he a follower of Christ? I'm personally going to abstain from that. And I'm going to let that be between Kanye and God. I like Kanye, actually. I'm a, I'm a, I like Kanye a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. But that being said, um, Kanye has done a lot before he allegedly came into the faith and I'm not exactly sure. I don't know him, but I'm not exactly sure that um, we have seen him renounce some of the things that he's done in the past. For example, you know, he's very famous for saying this quote. I don't like to repeat it um, because <laughs> uh, I don't even like to say the words out of my mouth, but he says, I, I sold my S O U L to the devil it was a crappy deal guess it came with a few toys like a happy meal right so he admits that and then after that uh i think he posed as uh an image of christ himself with thorns over his head 
uh, I believe he came out with uh, a Bible called Jesus, or he started calling himself Jesus. So there was a lot of blasphemous stuff that was going on, and I personally haven't seen um, the repentance. Maybe I missed it. But to walk with the Lord doesn't just mean that you um, just claim it. It means that you have to confess and repent so that you may be healed. Right. But let's finish this and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. I say that to say, though, um, this me showing you this clip, this is not some endorsement of Kanye per se. This is just me showing you um, that what people have been saying about celebrities for the past probably like at least 10 years ha is true. So let's finish it. You understand? Yeah. Michael you. Jordan. What about him? His daddy, right? Bill Cosby, his son, right? Dr. Dre, his son. You know, out in Hollywood, a lot of people come up missing. Feels like it might be a lot of that in order to control, traumatize. They want to monetize and traumatize. And God loved me. You understand? They, they hit me. Gap, Adidas, all that away. Steal Forbes, who hate me, right? Had to write net worth 400 million. Jesus is king. God loved me. That's more important than thinking about it. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, and this truth is going to be heard. Y'all can't send none of y'all meek mills, y'all puffies, y'all little boozies, none of these names, none of these people that have to listen to y'all because they're dealing with, they have legal, I never killed nobody, right? I'm the pussy that never killed nobody, right? But that means I can say whatever I want and not go to jail. So that's fascinating to me. Maybe it's not fascinating to y'all. Y'all let me know what y'all think about that. I'm sorry, sister Irene couldn't get on. I don't know why it'd be doing that, sister. I don't know what the deal is, but um, let me know what y'all think about that comment. He referenced Michael Jordan. For those who don't know, Michael Jordan is somebody who lost his dad. His dad was randomly murdered, if I'm not mistaken. Um Bill Cosby, he talked about that. And so the, the process, the spiritual concept has always been the same. That if you want to excel, you have, if you want to ascend, you first have to bow down. This is something that happens in both kingdoms, right? The kingdom of God, the scripture says that God resists the prideful, but he gives grace to the humble. What it means to be humble is to be lowly, right? So it says, humble yourselves before the hand of God, paraphrasing, right? That in due season, he'll exalt you. So we get this, this idea of in order for us to be exalted, right? We first have to humble ourselves. We have to make a sacrifice, right? On the flip side in the devil's kingdom, it's the same thing that he tempted Jesus with. He takes Jesus up on the mountain after he'd been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, basically tells him, hey, if you bow to me, I'll give you all the kingdoms of this world. And that's what the majority of your celebrities do. Right. And I've been saying this for years. Other people have been saying it. I'm not going to pretend like I'm the originator. I'm not. Um, but now we see these things coming to the light. The question we have to ask ourselves is, why are these things now being brought to the light?
why are they showing us this Kanye clip? There's a few things. There's a, there's a few scenarios, right? One could simply be what the scripture says that all things will, will be brought to light. And that's just true. That's just a biblical truth. The other thing though is maybe there's some, some high level manipulation that's being done, right? Because Kanye is being aligned with Christianity, regardless of whether Christians think he's a Christian or not, right? He's being aligned with Christianity. He's also being marketed as crazy, okay? Now, is he crazy? I don't know if he's crazy or not. You know, me, I'm somebody who's a bit of a uh, a free thinker. And I'm a bit of an, uh, I, don't, I don't like calling myself open-minded because I'm really not open-minded to a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm intentionally closed-minded, but I am a free thinker and I don't typically believe the official narrative because I know that the media is just full of lies. So I have a lot of grace for anybody who is choosing to rub two brain cells together and think outside of the official narrative that's being fed to them. Anybody who's saying, okay, I know you've been spoon feeding me, but I want to go out and do some hunting. I want to go see if I can find some fruits some vegetables, go see if I can kill an animal, eat my own meat, because maybe there's more out there that you're keeping from me, right? Um, so I'm very sympathetic to people like Kanye, people like Kyrie Irving, um, people who don't just go with the flow, people who are not just um, sheep to the media. That being said, if if they're aligning, if they're if they're marketing him as crazy, but then trying to align him with quote unquote conspiracy theorists, right? Um we have to really figure out, okay, what's the end game in all of this? And I can't fully tell you right now what the end game is, but I do know that um when certain things like that get out. It's usually out because they let it out. Sometimes stuff just gets exposed. That does happen. Uh, but a lot of times there's some deeper things going on. And this is the whole idea of the media that Satan gives these celebrities, these golden statues. When they win an award, what do they give them? They give them a golden statue, right? They give them an Oscar. They give them an Emmy, whatever. They give them a Grammy because it represents their they're them as idols is saying that you've accomplished this thing that has made you so great that you have now become an idol. And now you actually have this golden statue that represents the way everybody else sees you. Everybody else sees you as this golden statue that we look at and we idolize and we marvel. And when the enemy has people who are positioned that way, what he can do to the weak minded, is he can actually begin to influx messaging to them. So now what do you have in every TV show? You got to have what? Um, got to have violence, right? You got to have a lot of sex scenes. And these days you got to have an LGBT character. And now if you really look at the statistics of how Generation Z views themselves, a lot of them view themselves as some form of gender fluid or LGBT, they identify as that. Is that by coincidence? 
or is that by social engineering? Now, if you listen to the people that advocate for that lifestyle, what they'll tell you is that it's always kind of been that way. And now people are just more open to express how they really feel. Right. What they will tell you is there's no agenda going on where, where we're trying to turn people into a certain lifestyle. What's really happening is that people have now just been liberated enough to where they can speak freely about how they already felt. I don't believe that. I believe there's a very intentional agenda. I believe it's an agenda that's working, unfortunately. And the reason why it's working is because these people who have been bound to the media, they put their faith and their trust in it. And so when I'm living this lifestyle and I grew up on Hannah Montana, I grew up on um, whoever. And now I see that she's out there twerking. Molly Cyrus is out there twerking. Now she's a pansexual. Man, that was my idol growing up. So I want to be like her. And this is what the Bible tells us about being what? Tossed around by every wind of doctrine. Every new thing that comes out is people that are being tossed around. And why are they tossed around? Let's go to that scripture real quick. It's because they aren't grounded. Ephesians 4 and 14, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to what? To deceive. The goal of the dark side of the media is to deceive. Satan is what? He's the father of lies. Right. See, see, a lot of y'all probably think I'd be like extra. <laughs> like y'all probably think I'd be extra. And then it'd be like two years later and y'all found out that I was exactly right. And I hate to say it that way, but that's just how it plays out. Um, it's not being extra. What it is, is I understand who the little G God of this world is. Satan is the father of lies. So for me, most things that are presented to me through the media I won't say it's a lie until proven otherwise, but it's neutral until it's neutral and likely a lie until proven otherwise. Right. Um, there's an onus of proof. And because we've been conditioned by the media, which which really, if we want to get into it, I'm not a scientist, but there's a certain state of mind that you get into. I think it might be called like an alpha state of mind. Let's see if I can look it up. But basically, when you watch TV, it kind of puts you into this receptive mode where you really don't, you really don't, I'm sorry, I'm clicking on these new websites. I got to make sure they, <laughs> that they safe, right? Um, it really kind of allows information to just be fed to you. Right now, I'm going to read this. I literally just clicked on this article, so we're going to have to take this with a grain of salt. But I, I've learned this information before. I'm just looking for something to confirm it. But I'm going to share this particular article real quick, and we're going to read through it briefly. All right, so it says this. 
It's about some site called Mind to Succeed. I'm not endorsing it. I have no idea what it is. It says, an alpha state of mind is what scientists associate with right brain activity or our subjective senses of imagination, creativity, memory, and intuition. Let me see. Is this what I want? Are they going to talk about the TV? This might be a little bit more scientific than what I wanted. Yeah, they're getting in the, in the meditation and hypnosis. This is kind of what I want in a way. I wanted it more toward the TV. But um, what you can see is that there are certain frequencies that our mind operates on. Okay. Beta means that you're awake with mental activity. It means that you're functioning pretty much at a high level. Alpha means that the frequency of your thinking is much lower. You're awake and you're resting, right? You're in a receiving mode. That's what happens when we watch TV. The next one after that is theta. That means that you sleep. <laughs> and then delta means that you're in a deep sleep. Let me try one more article real quick. Let me, uh, let me actually read it a little bit. Make sure it's safe first before I click on it. Okay, I think we good. Okay, let's see this next one. This site, I think, is speaking a little bit closer to what I was trying to convey. So it has this uh, image here. It says television. Television is a mind-controlled weapon. Watching TV puts the brain into an alpha state similar to hypnosis. Now, let me clarify before I get deeper into this. I'm not saying that that we can't watch TV. I watch TV. You know, I watch YouTube. I'm just saying that if you watch it, you need to be aware of what it could potentially be doing to your brain. This article says. The two way tele telescreen from George Orwell's 1984 allowed. Maybe I should have read this beforehand. We'll see where it goes. Allow Big Brother to both transmit and receive information today in 2015. Man, that was like what? Seven years ago, eight years, seven, eight years ago. We have those same telescreens being sold to us as smart television. In the Samsung Global Privacy Policy, Smart TV Supplemented states, quote, we collect, use, share, and store information through your smart TV in the ways described in the Samsung Privacy Policy, right? I'm more so focused on the impact of the brain, so I'm going to skip down a little bit. This section says TV's impact on the brain. Watching TV puts the brain into an alpha state, which is linked to relaxed states meditation, and increased suggestibility, meaning it is basically in a state similar to hypnosis. By watching TV, we are put into a form of, quote, mind fog, which is just blank and empty nothingness. Researchers have said that watching TV is similar to starting, excuse me, to staring at a blank wall for several hours. Wow. Television is usually a series of rapid images opposed to an unbroken stream, which is what causes our brains to enter into this alpha state and continues to draw our attention to the screen. By turning the television off and reading instead, our brains enter into a beta state, which is linked to logical and critical thinking. 
In other words, if they can have you hooked on the TV and these screens, it means that you're consuming information without thinking. Dang, my fault. <laughs> I keep hitting the mic. It means that you're consuming information without thinking. And what is that a recipe for? It's a recipe for a brain that's malleable. I can put any any type of propaganda, anything about the news, anything about how you should live, anything about sexuality, anything about money, anything about cars, any anything. If I have your brain at my disposal and I can just mold it and and make it malleable into into what I want it to be, if I can get you into this alpha state, it makes it that much easier for me to inject the messaging that I want to get across. And so the impact that this has had has been tremendous. Um, it goes on to talk about some other stuff, poor grades. You know what I mean? I'm not getting into all that ADHD and all of that, right? You know, it's probably just generally just not good TV. Let's be honest. <laughs> I know I watch way too much YouTube. A lot of us watch way too much TVs. We binge watching that. Look, we do what we do, right? We entertain ourselves. Um, but the idea is that uh, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And what I say is that none of the, none of the, the images or the messages that the enemy is coming up with is necessarily new. But what he's done is through the Internet, he's been able to put it in mass production. Okay, you open up the first McDonald's, you selling a Big Mac, you selling French fries, milkshakes or whatever. What do you got to do? You got to hit. Now I got to franchise it. I got to I got to build one in California. I got to build one in Portland. I got to build one all the way in D.C. I got I got to build one in Texas. I need to get it to as many places as possible. And so when I spoke about dividing and conquer, where the family used to huddle around one TV and watch the same thing, everybody knew what they was watching. Now everybody has their own personal TV and now they watch whatever they want to watch, meaning that we're not talking to each other. We're not sharpening one another. And this is how you get into situations. I'm going to show you all this. This is a little bit off topic, but it's, it's going to be I'm going to make it on topic. We get into these situations <clears throat> where you raise your child in the same household, but two things happen. Your child has media. And remember, a medium is a is a is a is a connection point. It's a medium between your child and then somebody else, right? So two things happen. The first thing that happens is you send your kid off to school and they begin to educate you and um, educate your child instead of you. Then the other thing that happens, what we're talking about tonight, is the media. The media begins to inject their definition of life to your kid and i want to say this i want to show this um video i'm trying to find one that does not have commentary but what this video was was a young lady i think she's biracial i'm not a hundred percent sure 
but her dad passed away and she was at his funeral and you know how at the funeral they basically let you get up there and say whatever you want to say about your loved one right so this daughter has some interesting things to say about her loved one i'm going to click on this link let me let me let me I don't think y'all can hear that, which is good. I don't want you to hear it yet. Okay, I just wanted to make sure it was legit. Okay, so I'm going to share this video with you. Okay, the title of this video says, Daughter Delivers One Wild Eulogy at Her Father's Funeral. So let's listen to this. But dad, please know that while I'm grateful and highly aware of all that you've given this family, I still don't miss you. When you died, I felt like there was a hole. I missed something, but it wasn't you. It was the idea of what you could become. I miss being able to hope and wish that one day you turn a corner and see the world from my perspective. I miss the idea that one day you might help me fight for the things that matter. I missed my fantasy of you. Because when you died, it solidified the fact that you'll never be what you could have been, but only what you are. And what you are is a racist, misogynistic, xenophobic, Trump-loving, cis-straight white man. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm immature. I promise I'm a girl one day. I promise I am. Just listening to these few couple sentences, especially that last sentence, right? You can tell that this young lady has been fully indoctrinated just by the jargon, just by the jargon, right? She called him a, 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 a xenophobic. She called him a racist, xenophobic, Trump-loving, cis white man, right? For those who don't know, a cisgender person is basically a straight man or a straight woman. But just listening to that is exactly what we're talking about tonight, how the media um, obviously has gotten a hold to this woman this young woman to where she has completely rejected whatever teaching her dad did or didn't do. Now, could her dad have been a racist? Maybe he could have been. I mean, there's racist people, right? But at the end of the day, this is her dad. Where's the reverence? Where's the respect? But let's finish. She even acknowledges that he, that he made a lot of sacrifices and did a lot of things for the family. But let's watch this. This is all you will ever be to me. And dad, before you tell me to Let me rewind that. Let me rewind that. But only what you are. And what you are is a racist, misogynistic, xenophobic, Trump-loving, cis-straight white man. That is all you will ever be to me. And dad, before you tell me to respect the dead, please remember that you disrespected and disregarded the lives and deaths of entire communities of people with your ideology. You told me to never back down, so I won't. You know for a fact that even against you, I'm not afraid to share my peace. You are everything I aspire not to be, and I refuse to stand up here and sing the praises of a man who is the paradigm of white supremacy. So I'll take your racist mindset, I'll take your money, and I'll take your advice. And I swear to God I will make this world a better place. Not at all because of Look, lady, don't be swearing to God on this dumb stuff you're like talking about. People be wilding, man. But in exact opposition to you. And these idiots going to sit up there and clap for that foolishness. <laughs> People will clap for anything, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, 
But that's where we are. That's that's the media at work. Divide and conquer. She called this man all of those names, racist, xenophobic, Trump loving, cisgender white man. She said white man like that was an insult. <laughs> Why? That's that's what she's consuming. Right. TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. Facebook. That's where we are. But let me see what y'all in here talking about real quick. Uh, we coming up on about seven, almost seven fifty. Um, just want to get y'all thoughts in all of this. Susan says the intervening substance through which sensory impressions are conveyed or physical forces are transmitted. Radio communication needs no physical medium between the two stations. Mm. Yeah, I got to meditate on that again. The intervening substance through which sensory impressions are conveyed or physical forces are transmitted. Radio communication needs no physical medium between the two stations. That's something to think about. B says, when I think about the media and the airways being used to transmit messages through radio, TV, or internet, I remember the prince of the air. Exactly. The scripture says that Satan is the prince and power of the air. And where is everything transmitted these days? The airways. Susan says, in 2020 and 2021, we were severely physically limited. So social media and Zoom became a very important means of connection. Absolutely. Marcia says, yes, humans love images. And when you attach images to the power of the voice, there is more influence and impression on the mind, especially if you continue it in repetition. Those are some true words. The images, you know what I mean? You know, the scripture talks about people who worship the beast. See, see the, the 666, the mark of the beast, it's not just, um, so it is the, the, the mark in the hand and in the forehead. But it also talks about the people who worship the beast or his image or the number of his name, right? And so then the question becomes, what is the image of the beast? The image of the beast is the media. So you can maybe you can watch it, but you can't worship it. Because if you get caught up in that, um, if Satan is the prince and power of the air, and he's going to try to convey something to you. He's going to convey his image to you. Salvation or damnation is all about the image. The scripture says that, uh, I think Romans 8 and 29 or something like that, that we are being conformed into the image of Christ, right? So, so, so what happens now, God creates Adam. Adam falls, he sins and becomes separated from God. Through Jesus Christ, mankind is able to be reconciled back to God. But the thing about that is uh, while we're doing that, we are now gaining back the image of Christ and Christ is the express image of God. So effectively we're trying to become more and more like God. That's the goal, right? That's what we're aiming toward. And I'm just looking at Romans 8 and 29 for whom he did foreknow, 
he also did predestine it to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many, many brethren. And so basically, like I always say, the child always looked like his daddy, right? Y'all don't watch Maury. It's something on there that looked like him. It's going to be his nose, his ears, going to be, it might not even be that physical. It might be the way he walked, might be the shape of his head, might be the way she, she, she might be her temperament. But there's always going to be something about the child that resembles the father. And so if you are a child of the devil, he is going to conform you into his image. And unfortunately, what we see today is we are seeing, and I heard Apostle Bowden talk about this recently in one of his sermons, um, you can almost see the image of the spirit that's housed in people through their cadence. You know, when, when folks, you see some of these rappers, male and female, not even rappers, just people on the street, all the tattoos, all of this, or so people got the nose, the the, the ears, the, the 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 parts I don't want to say out loud on this channel. <laughs> everything pierced, everything got a hole in it, everything marked up, inked up. What Pastor Bowden was saying, Apostle Bowden was saying is that is the expression of that demon or that spirit that that person is joined to. So God is someone who operates physically, uh, excuse me, spiritually. So God is spiritually conforming us into his image, even though sometimes you can see like the the glow of God on people, you know, the glow of God on a, on a man, on a woman. It's a beautiful thing. They kind of radiate. But Satan, who operates in the flesh, that particular demon that wants to express itself, it's going to say, man, you know what? I want to look. I want to look. I want a little, little, little flower right on my eye right here. And then I want to cross in the middle of my forehead. And then my man died. I'm going to put him on the side here. So you end up getting all these different type of things. And then you got this stupid world we live in that say you're not supposed to judge anything based on what you see. Just, just whatever you see means nothing, right? <laughs> so this dude walk up to you <laughs> with 50,000 tattoos on his face, pants sagging with a little person on probably got a pistol in it and you supposed to just just feel like there's no threat whatsoever yeah okay um but that's where we are the world is just fake irene says this has been a topic in my personal circles lately man sister irene i, I don't know why why there's so many issues that you getting on I, I apologize for that i don't know what the deal is i might have started doing this on uh on obs instead of Streamyard. Susan says, I wonder if groupthink began with television where the public could be influenced to hold largely the same opinions. It's an interesting um, thought. It's a good question. Brother Joseph says, didn't they only film him from the waist up on that early broadcast? That You might have been saying this when I was talking about Elvis. I would have to look that up. I'm not 100% sure, but you may be on to something. And I think what Brother Joseph might be talking about is I showed a picture of Elvis earlier. And I was saying how Elvis was doing a little twist dance with his hips. And they was like, oh, whoa, hold the phone. This is like, this is like groundbreaking. Like, I guess that was their version of twerking. But I said that to say fast forward, now, you know, you got 
elementary school kids that be twerking. Susan says, 2022 Sesame Street has songs about racial differences too. But Sesame Street 1970 was always inclusive with focus on cooperation and such. The messaging has definitely changed. Marsha says, I was left in front of the television to watch Sesame Street, Saturday morning cartoons, and Looney Tunes after school. My parents couldn't wait to drop me off in front of the electric babysitter. Well, you know what, sister? I'm going to say this about your parents, you know what I mean? Like I'm one of the, I'm one of them, uh, I'm one of, I'm the person that doesn't have any kids but just acts like they would be the best parent in the world. <laughs> like I'm that annoying person and I don't do it as much these days cuz I realize that it's insulting to people who actually do have kids. But I remember when I used to kind of have this idea of like if I had a kid or whatever, I wouldn't put them in front of screens a lot. Or just have them watch the TV and stuff like that. And to be honest, if I had a kid, I would definitely cut back on their screen time a whole lot. But I have been around kids over the past like three or four years here and there, like little kids. I dated this girl with a kid one time. Her kid was like two or three when we dated. And um, even though... I know it's not the healthiest thing. It's like if you don't put the kid in front of the screen, then they just go and like deal with you the whole time. <laughs> and I hate to say it that way, <laughs> but it's like, you know, you can only entertain them, but so much, you know what I mean? But that's why, that's why you should have a two parent household if you, if possible, because you know, y'all, y'all need to pour in as much as y'all can so that the media doesn't pour in. So I say that to say, sometimes, man, you got to put them kids in front of <laughs> in front of the TV a little bit. Um, but the less screen time, the better. I remember I went to um, I went to uh, there was there was a, a brother in Christ at my at my home church, a brother name um, his name ain't really important, but a brother who was a deacon with me. One of his nephews, he had two twin nephews. And it was like the Father's Day or something. like It wasn't Father's Day, I don't think. But it was like the day for the dads or something. And it, the, the twins didn't really have a dad. So he said, hey, man, like me and the twins, you know, they got the the, the male day or whatever. Um, why don't you come out there with us, me, you, and them, so they can have somebody with them. And then one lady, I guess she was the principal or something, she was like, Nobody should be having any more than two hours of screen time. And I was just like, <laughs> I felt like I was going to get sent to the principal's office. But it's true because the more we sit in front of that, um, the more that that we're subject to what they feed us. So what I would at least say is if you're going to do it, at least watch something constructive. At least watch something edifying. Right. And like I'm not saying all media is bad. At least watch something that can build you up. That's a compromise in a good way. Susan says, Marsha G, I was not allowed to watch cartoons in the morning, but Saturday, Disney evenings and Little House on a Prairie were okay. Man, that old TV was good. Excuse me. I'm not even going to fake. That old TV, man, that old, them old shows, man, Saturday morning cartoons. Man, I'd be waking up. I used to, I, I had karate on Saturday mornings 
from like nine to eleven or something. So I used to miss X Men, but sometimes I'd be like, man, I I don't want to go to Karate Day because I used to want to see X Men Saturday mornings. That was the show. Then you had Batman came on in the evenings. Batman was like that was like rated off for us. You know what I mean? When Batman came out with the cartoon. Anyway, Marsha says, you know how bad television must be when you have to have on as background noise, even if you're not watching it. It's become a family staple, almost like one of the family. I know what you're talking about. Faith says the enemy cannot do anything without our permission. It's us who choose to take the bait. Absolutely. B says weird stuff in order to be famous and a celebrity. Look, there's a whole lot of. Pro, there's a whole lot of information about what it takes to get advancement in these industries. Yeah, Little House on the Prairie. That was a little bit before my time. I know the show. I ne I didn't really watch it. I think my mom might like that show, Little House on the Prairie. Man, but them shows, man, them eighty shows, them seventy shows, man. Some good good times, man. Then yeah, TGIF. Y'all remember that Friday nights? Friday nights, TGIF. You had um, what you had? Yeah, Full House. Yeah, Step by Step. You had uh, Family Matters. Then you always had that fourth show that was always changing. <laughs> it was like Dinosaurs, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Um, it was a whole bunch of random shows. I think they had Boy Meets World was on it. Man, that was some good TV, man. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't even going front. That was some good TV. B says, such confusion with Kanye, but God bless him. That's all I can say. There's a lot going on with him, but I'm not, you know, God bless him. That's between him and God. Marsha says, but what I speak is just my opinion. I have no idea the conversation between. See, I missed the first thing you said. Let me go back up. I think Kanye can be a dualist. Hmm. Very fascinating. I'm watching a series called The Two Faces of Kanye. It's by one of my favorite YouTubers, this guy named Kijani. He's not really, on, he's still on YouTube, but he got so many strikes that he just started a website and you got to pay to go on it. This is like the only YouTuber I've actually paid for, though. It's like $5 a month. But I just really like his uh, stuff that he puts together. And he kind of did this expose on Kanye, like a part one, basically saying we shouldn't trust him right up front. And he made a pretty decent point. You know, some of the stuff I was saying, Kanye's done a lot. Um, he needs to show us a lot. I think a guy, Truth Unedited, did something recently on his channel. I watched that on two times fast because it was like an hour. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I listened to what he was saying a little bit, too. So, so with that, let me finish your comment. Marsha says, but what I speak is just my opinion. I have no idea the conversation Kanye, the conversations Kanye and God have behind closed doors. I believe we all will be very surprised when we get to heaven. I just want to make sure my name is written in the book of life. Isn't that something? What if we be surprised when we get to heaven and we see folks up there we ain't expect to be there? And God forbid we see folks up there we expect to, we don't see folks up there that we thought was going to be there. That would be something. Um, 
I don't know what it's going to be like. You know, I think one of them scriptures says we'll have no remembrance of the former things. I don't know what that fully means. Right. But it's interesting. It's something to think about. Um, But I'm with you. I got to make sure my name is written in the land's book of life. I can't look. I can't worry about what other folks are doing. Susan says, in current narratives, Christians are depicted as stupid, crazy, delusional, and hypocritical. New Age philosophy is lifted up as truth. See, quote, the Manifest series, just one example. I think you're talking about that series on Netflix. Somebody was telling me about that show. I haven't watched it, but I can imagine. Irene says society has been conditioned enough to accept wickedness as good. And sadly, the church, generally speaking, desires to be much like what we see in the world with Jesus stamped on it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of times uh, the world just wants to take that and then just sprinkle some Jesus on it like it's parsley <laughs> and uh, assume that that makes it OK or that that makes it holy. That's a fine line to walk. You know, the age old the age old debate is, you know, what you said conforming to the world versus what Paul said. Um, I became a Jew to reach the Jews. I became as a non-believer to reach the non-believer and all that type of stuff. So, you know, basically, um, we gotta exercise wisdom. But you that's a very true statement. Classical music while studying. <laughs> That's why it's called the boob tube. I don't, hold on. Susan says, watching TV is relaxing when I'm too tired to do housework, but too awake to go to bed. My husband argues with the TV because he refuses to turn off his brain. I don't even know what that means, sister. <laughs> <laughs> but let that man argue with the TV in peace. <laughs> Glory to God. Somebody called it the idiot box. Just thinking about the scripture that says, depart from me, I never knew you. We are in critical times due to so much deception and distraction. We need to be very careful with devices. Yeah. Man, I'm thinking about, y'all know I like doing little challenges and stuff. I'm probably going to do some at the beginning of the year. Maybe maybe even in December, I was thinking about a finish strong challenge with some fitness, you know, uh, our prayer, our working out, something like that. We'll see. You know, I got I to gotta get it together. Um, hour of uh, study, that type of stuff. You know, we might could do it together. Anybody want to participate, I might have to come up with, with some little rules and whatnot. Man, it's just some wild stuff. It's just some wild stuff. But yeah, fam, I just wanted to kind of bounce that off y'all a little bit. Just get your idea of, you know, what type of impact the media has had in our lives. You know what I mean? It's it's always gradual. You know, Satan couldn't have came out in the 1900s with whap. He couldn't have put... Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B out there in the 1900s, they probably would have been arrested. <laughs> they would have been arrested for, for, for indecent exposure, right? 
Um, so he has to do all of this strategically. And we have to be sober enough. This is what the Bible talks about. Be sober minded. Right. Sobriety allows you to see clearly. Be sober and watchful. Right. We have an adversary. So with that being said, you know, the music, the media, the social media, um, this this is it doesn't always seem spiritual, but these are some spiritual avenues that we're operating in. Um, because, as I mentioned, the media is a medium and it's trying to bridge two different things. Right. We know what we are the consumer. But who is the producer? Right. When we watch the media, when we watch any type of media. We got to think about, OK, who is the producer and what are they trying to convey to me? I think that God is making inroads. I think that God is 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 going to use the media mightily in these last days. Um, it'll probably it'll probably eventually get to a point where you won't be able to like say or do anything. Um, but before it gets to that point. I think you're going to see a lot of Christian music, a lot of Christian movies. You might see some Christian TV shows because God knows that this is a way to reach people. Um, there's a movie that I'm going to be in. I'm going to be in a movie next. No, December 10th, it comes out. I'm starring it. No, I'm not starring in it. <laughs> I'm an extra. <laughs> I'm an extra, but... um. Friend of mine, Kiki, her friend Kanita, they make plays and they have a movie coming out called Trapped. So if you want to check that out, you can. It is rated R. I have not seen the movie. Right. Um, I think it has Christian themes. Right. But I just want to throw that disclaimer out there. I think the guy starring in it is uh, Trey Chaney. I think he played in The Wire and um I forget the lady who's starring in it, but she's a great actress as well, or a great actress because he's an actor. But yeah, that being said, you know what I mean? That's just what it is. That is just what it is. God bless everybody tuning in. Marsha says, I cannot see any of Irene Williams' comments. I don't know what the deal with that is. I can see her comments. She definitely not blocked, but we'll, we'll we'll work it out. Listen, thank y'all for hanging out with me a little bit. God is good. I hope that y'all have an amazing rest of your weekend. I might sneak my behind in somebody's church tomorrow. We'll see. I need to get back in the house of the Lord. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, get get some corporate praise and worship. You know, get fed and stuff like that. I might get Nate's church. I'm gonna call him back, and I would call him right here. He probably wouldn't care, but I'm a, I ain't gonna do that to him. But, um, yeah, that's all I have, family. Thanks for hanging out with me a little bit. Be in tune on the community channel. We'll put some stuff up. I'm thinking about starting a small group Bible study on Monday nights. We already do it. Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm thinking about extending it to anybody who wants to participate. If that's something that you think you might want to participate in, I'm going to put a little poll up on the channel, and then y'all can comment, and I'll send you the link. Oh, next Thursday is quote unquote Thanksgiving. So I probably will, no, I definitely will not be on, um, at least not formally for Bible study. So maybe I might be able to get some content out pre recorded. We'll see. I'm just rambling on. That's all I have, family. 
Thanks for hanging out with me. You all take care and be blessed. Culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid. I'm dropping knowledge. Wisdom, understanding, just like you done went to college. Devil know we working. His goal is to try to stop it. Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest. Truth hit. Hard just like it's a blunt object Culture living godless I can't even call it We in the last days Babylon is falling Don't kill the messenger I can't mess with ya Points got a plethora This life will keep on testing ya Just walk and get the best of ya I'm trying to tell you bruh Only a the Shelby say We trying to get the rest Speaking of ya Speaking out loud in depth Cancel culture can't keep me in check In from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest And show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, then I grow we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus gonna to keep me covered like a canopy Blood give me amnesty No I can't handle me Not where I wanna be But best believe I plan to be Flesh wrestle against the spirit Main event and slambery So I need them every day This daily, weekly, annually Iron sharp as iron So I'm strengthened by my brethren We may not meet down here But guaranteed the link in heaven The born again and righteous Are the ones he's gonna let in Let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints When they step in